This is Matt from the Man Cave. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. With your daily version for what? September the 2nd. Wow, my goodness, it's windy today. Hey, guys, I hope you're having an excellent day. We just had a kid on a big wheel, okay? I'm in the middle of filming, okay? And this kid on a big wheel starts just running up and down through here. And here's the thing. I'm cool with it. You know, I'm like, hey, what's up? What's your name, dude? He says, my name's Adam. I was about to go into the old genealogy of Genesis with him, but I said, you having a good day, Adam? He says, yeah, excellent day. I've got cool, dude. Hey, listen, today we're going to be in Luke's writings again. We're in chapter 8. We're in verse 24. We have an excellent story. It's in chapter 8 of the book of Luke. Let me tell you what's going on. Okay, Jesus is with his disciples. Okay, they're going on a little boat ride. And who doesn't like a boat ride? If you're in the man cave, you better like boating. Okay, so they're in the middle of the Sea of Galilee. Okay, Jesus, he's tired. I love that, that the text says he's tired. Why? Why does that mean something to me? Because don't you get tired? See, Jesus can understand when you're tired, when you're lonely, when you're hungry, all those different things. He went through them too, guys, okay? He was a real person, okay? But he was just 100% God in Jesus. I love it, okay? So he's sleeping. He's weary, okay? The disciples are out there, which are mainly what? They're mainly fishermen. They're used to water. They're used to the sea. Huge monster storm comes up, okay? Just a crazy storm, okay? What are they trying to do? In their strength. I know there's a lot of strong people in the man cave because it is that, the man cave. They're trying to row to shore. I mean, they're trying to use every last effort, their ability, their resources, their knowledge to get to shore to get safe, okay? It's not working, okay? Because the storm is so violent. It's a crazy storm, okay? They would know storms. And you're like, well, Matt, where are you going with that? Guys, they're fishermen, okay? Fishermen, during those days, they would fish at night. That's when the fish were out. They never fished during the day, okay? That's why the story of Peter and Jesus in the boat. And Jesus says, hey, let's just go cast off. And Peter says, are you crazy? You know what I'm saying? We can't cast off. There's no fish. It's in the daylight. The fish like the cold water. They don't want to come up to the warm water and eat Jesus. Come on! You know what I'm saying? But Peter goes like this. He goes, at your will. Meaning he's just paying lip service to him, okay? Saying, I'll do it for you because you're some rabbi, but I'm going to prove you wrong. But who proved who wrong that day? That's a whole nother devotion. I love it, okay? So Peter, James and John, all these others that are fishermen, they understand weather conditions. They've seen storms come up before, okay? This is nothing new to them. But what is new to them is this. They realize they're about to die. They wake up Jesus, okay, in the middle of the storm and says, Jesus, don't you care? We're about to die. Now, when a person that lives on the water, who's fisherman, that understands the weather, says, we're about to die, and you're sleeping. I mean, they're, in the original language, it's a little bit arrogant. It's a little bit prideful. How can you be sleeping? Are you crazy? We're all about to die. We're, they're shoving water out of the boat with buckets, okay? You're sleeping, Jesus. What gives? You know what I'm saying? You say you're the master. What are you going to do here? What does he do here? Listen to the text. It's crazy. <laughs> the text, I think it's so funny. Then Jesus arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and it ceased immediately. There was a calm, and he said to them, Where is your faith? Friends, watch this very carefully. Jesus speaks words in the storm that was raging. I mean, the waves are coming up over the boat. The wind is blowing at 50, 60, 100 miles an hour. There's light, there's thundering. Jesus speaks, and it's calm that quick. Watch this. Jesus speaks, and it's calm that quick. They say, who? They look at each other. Oh my goodness, are you kidding me? They look at each other and says, who is this? that even the waves, the sea, and the wind obey him. Oh my. Friends, this is God. 
incarnate in flesh. That's who it is. Jesus poses a question, where's your faith? Friends, he could pose that question to you and I today, especially if we call ourselves children of the living God. Some of you are in seasons, okay? You're down and out. You're hurting. You're crying out to God. God only has to speak a word in your direction, okay? And it's going to stop. It's going to cease. It's just going to be like the disciples on the boat. But God is trying to gleam out of you. He is trying to pull something out of you in the man cave that you won't give him, okay? He's trying to pull trust out of you and faith out of you, okay? He can handle it. He has it totally handled. He only has to speak a word. And the waves will stop. The wind will stop. The lightning will stop. It will be calm. But he's trying to draw out of you that which you will not give him in and of yourself. He's putting you in a situation, in a season, in an event, with a person or without a person, okay? To draw that out of you to build what? To build trust. To build that relationship with Him. Friends, I want you to hear something very, very startling. When I was reading this, do you know what came to mind? Those disciples that had been on the water, that were fishermen, they were sure of this. We are going to die. They, I mean, they absolutely believed it in their heart of hearts. We're in the middle of the sea. We're not going to make it back to shore. I can't swim it. I can't row the boat. We are literally going to die. Was that true? Was that true? Was not true. But did, did they believe it's true? They absolutely believed in their heart of hearts. There wasn't a person in that boat other than Jesus that didn't think that they were going to die in this storm. Was it true? No. But did they believe it to be true? Yes. How many things do we believe to be true that aren't true at all? Need I say more? Need I say more? There are things that we've incorporated into our lives, okay, that we believe to be true, but it's not. The disciples that day, they trusted in their past experiences, okay, their wisdom, their knowledge of the sea, their knowledge of fishing, their past, okay? That's what they were trusting in. And so they concluded, we're going to die. But what truth did they not incorporate into the situation, into the event, into the storm that was in their lives? They didn't incorporate the truth, which is Christ. Anything that is outside of Christ is not true. Meaning, what are you talking about, man? Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. When Jesus shines light into a situation, there is truth, okay? We need to act upon that truth. Jesus only had to speak. How, how, how come they couldn't have done it? They could have. Why? Because they were in the beloved. They were in Christ. They just didn't know it. They didn't believe it. So what is God trying to do? Stretch them. Exercise them. Get them to the place where they will see the power of Almighty God. When you are surrendered to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, things happen. Watch this very carefully. We'll close here. Did Jesus know there was going to be a storm? Absolutely. He's the greatest weatherman of all. Listen, there's no better weatherman than Jesus, okay? Because he created it. Do you understand what I'm saying? So Jesus knew there was going to be a storm? He absolutely knew there was going to be a storm. What did he want the disciples to do exactly? No, Matt, what did he want the disciples to do exactly? They, at first, were trying to do it in and of their strength. And when they came to Jesus, they're not asking for a favor. They're just informing him, we're going to all die. <laughs> I guess the ministry's over, partner. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Because of why they didn't understand the truth of the situation, of who was in the boat with them. They didn't understand what that meant. They didn't understand their position in Christ. They didn't understand that they can't live the Christian life. See, Peter was always trying to impress Jesus. He was always trying to do the right thing. So much so that Jesus says, hey, 
you're going to deny me. Now watch this. Peter was the most zealous of all the disciples. No one's more zealous. No more, No one's in your face. No one's getting it on, getting it done. He's jumping out of the boat. He's walking on water in the middle of the sea. Watch this. Jesus says, you're going to deny me three times. We can't do it. Friends, listen. As much as you want to serve God, you can't. But you can through Christ. You can through surrendering. You need to put up the white flag. You need to stop trying and start trusting in what he's already done and start living and abiding and resting in the finished work of Christ. Listen very carefully. There was a movie sometime back, a while back, I think it's like 20 years now maybe, maybe not that long, okay? It's called Castaway, okay? Tom Hanks, he works for FedEx, his plane goes down, he's on an island, he's by himself. Finally, at the end of the movie, towards the end of the movie, he makes this makeshift raft, okay? And he go, he finally is able to get away from the tide, the breakers, okay, the, all the waves coming in, and he gets out to sea. But the storm comes up, okay, beats up his raft, and you're like, Matt, where are you going, okay? There's a scene that most people don't even understand where he has his oars in his hand and he just throws them. Meaning what he's doing without even knowing it, okay, spiritually speaking, is he's surrendering to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Now what he was surrendering to was chance in the movie. He's, he's surrendering to fate, okay? Whatever happens, happens. I'm at, I'm at the wind's discretion. I'm at the sea's discretion. That's not like it is for you and I. When we throw the oars of our life into the water, what we are putting our trust in is God himself, the great I am, the great Jehovah God, okay? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God that can and will because you're a child of the living there God. There is no misstep when you're trusting God. The greatest thing you can do is throw the oars in. Wake Jesus up and say, Lord, what would you have me to do? If you want me to perish, I'll perish. If you want me to live, I'll live. Not my will, but thy will be done. You speak to me. I'm your servant. Here's the thing. Jesus says, be still. He'll say the same thing into your life. And guess what? Things will calm down. Things will calm down. But I want to leave you with this question. If you're in a storm, why did he send the storm? This is Matt from the Man Cave.